0: the whole reason why it's hidden in the tax code is just for them to use it for themselves and not have to play by anyone else's rules.
1: Best ever listeners, I'm proud to announce Mini masterminds as a component of this year's best ever conference. This year's best ever conference is virtual. So we've added something that we've never done before. And I'm confident you're going to get a lot of value from it. When you join the best ever conference, you will be thoughtfully placed into a mini mastermind group and to give you an idea of what these mini masterminds are it's going to be about six to eight people fellow best ever attendees and if you've attended the best ever conference you know that the quality of attendees is very high and we have experienced investors who are also good people I'm sure there's some bad people out there, but I've never come across them at the conference. They're people who want to help and people who want to network and people who are successful already in commercial real estate. So you'll want to be a part of these mini masterminds. And in these mini masterminds, we're going to thoughtfully place you in a group with other attendees. And you're going to have different meetings virtually with them. And we're going to help facilitate those meetings. So they're going to be all around a topic. And each of the masterminds will have a different topic. For example, one mastermind, you'll talk about what resources, relationships, investments, etc. have made the biggest difference in your life. And what do you think you're missing for that next big life change or that next big milestone in business. So we're going to prompt your mini mastermind group with a topic and then you all will discuss and we'll do that for seven mini mastermind sessions. So you're going to get to know other attendees really well and you're going to get the maximum amount of networking opportunities To go deep with people because ultimately what I found out is the more people I know is beneficial, but what really moves the needle on business is going deep with a select number of people and really establishing substantive relationships with them. So go to BEC2021.com, sign up for the Best Ever Conference, get thoughtfully placed in the mini mastermind group as a result of that. Mini masterminds are going to start November 1st. And when you sign up now, you're going to lock in the best price because prices go up each week. And on top of this, I'm going to give you a code so that you can get 10% off. And that is MYBEC10. So when you sign up at BEC2021.com, put in the code mybec M-Y, 10, the number 10, and you'll get an additional 10% off. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know, Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff with us today. Casey Chohan. How you doing, Casey?
0: I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on, Joe.
1: Well, it's my pleasure. And a little bit about KC. He's the founder of Together CFO. His focus is on high net worth tax structures based in Los Angeles. Best of listeners today is a special segment called Skill Set Sunday. we talk about a specific skill. And here's a specific skill that you're going to learn by the conclusion of our conversation today. It is to know how the wealthy are able to pay a lot less in taxes and how you can set that system up for yourself. So with that being said, Casey, first you want to give the best ever listeners just a brief background on yourself and then let's go right into the tax structure.
0: Yeah, I'm Casey, born and raised in England. I moved out to America with a big Fortune five hundred company. I was working with for over eight years. I worked my way up through the ranks. I was always curious and wanted to understand taxation, accounting and business, got to a point where I was pretty fed up with corporate America and then started my own company to get a CFO. And I watched this clip once and it really sparked my imagination. It was Warren Buffett was on, I think it was ABC News. And he was sat right next to his secretary and he was talking about how he pays a 17% tax rate, which is half of what his secretary pays. And she's the epitome of kind of the average American. She's paying over 35% in taxes and he's calling for this new tax law to go into effect, which obviously didn't go into effect. But the takeaway from that was how has he openly sat on national television talking about paying such a low tax rate and he's not the only one and nothing's really been done about it. So that really sparked something inside me to help my clients and myself figure out exactly what he was doing, because it's fully legal. He wouldn't be on national television, CEO of Berkshire Hathaway, one of the richest men in the world, talking about how the system allows that to happen. And then when you look at other big companies like Amazon and Microsoft and Google, all these companies are paying very little, if anything, in federal taxes, all fully legally. And what my firm now specializes in is helping the regular average American, the slightly higher net worth, middle income American, to be able to do that same thing that Warren Buffett's doing legally.
1: So I'd love to learn about the process for doing so. Can you walk us through the process?
0: Absolutely. So there's different types of taxation in America, right? So every single state has its own set of rules, its own set of guidelines that they follow. And then on top of all 50 of those states with their own legal entities and rules, there's federal rules as well. So there's two real taxation systems if we look at a high level. It's the 1040 system, which 99% of people use, and then there's the 1041 system, which the top 1% use. And the difference in the 1040 system is it's state and trust structures. And even within that system, there's nine subsets that all have different rules as well. So you're hearing me talk a lot about different rules and regulations, and it's all hidden in the tax code, which is over 22,000 pages long. And it's like reading Shakespeare. It doesn't really make very much sense unless you know how to read it properly. So hidden within those 22,000 pages is one specific subset in the 1041 system, and it's called the complex trust system. And the rules within the complex trust are very different set of rules apply to any other system out there. And that's what the top 1% and the top elite people use to legally pay very low taxes. Even Mitt Romney, when he did declare his tax returns a while back, it was 13%. And prior to that, he'd been alleged to not pay any taxes, the same as President Trump. He's never going to release any of those returns because he just hasn't paid any taxes. And the system that they all use is this 1041 complex trust system.
1: You said there's two real taxation systems, 1040 and 1041. Will you educate me? What do you mean by there's two systems, 1040 and 1041? So the 1040
0: and 1041 is just two forms that you'd file with the IRS. Okay. So the 1040, you carry one into your 1040. We're talking about business owners here, primarily. This, okay. This system doesn't apply to people who earn the majority of their income by W-2. So just to put that requisite in- Good
1: distinction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we're very clear that this is people that own businesses primarily. Why do you say
1: primarily, not like only? Does this sometimes apply to W-2? Sorry, let me rephrase that. Because yes, if
0: you are that top few percent that make millions on W-2 income, this could also apply to you. But likelihood is that's just- totally inefficient way of doing things so mm-hmm. i would not recommend that but it would also apply as well so okay very very rare but yeah technically yes you're right generally speaking the vast majority of people will be business owners they will be paying their taxes through a k1 and that k1 goes through the 1040 system so when you file your taxes with the government the form you fill out is actually called the 1040 for the vast majority of people the smarter people they'll research what they can use in the 1041 world, which is just another different form, which is the next form that the IRS provides. And then at the top of that form, there's a section that's split into nine different checkboxes. And those nine different checkboxes are the different subtypes of the 1041 system. And they all have their own different rules and legalities within them. And the one that we use specifically and exclusively is the complex trust system. Got it. So there's
1: 1040, 1041. Is there 1042, 1043, 1044, et cetera?
0: There's multiple forms, but they're the only two that you really need to worry about.
1: Okay. And with the nine subtypes of the 1041, if you couldn't do the complex trust system, which we will talk about a lot during this conversation, but if you couldn't do the complex trust system, what's the next one you would look at?
0: I wouldn't look at any of the others for the types of systems that we're talking about. If you don't qualify to set up a 1041 complex trust system, then I would look at other types of policies and procedures that you could do in the 1040 world. Because part of getting into the 1041 world, there is a lot of setup costs, a lot of legal fees, because we're dealing with a lot more complex vehicles. And that isn't always cheap.
1: Okay. Well, let's talk about the complex trust system. What is it?
0: So the complex trust, like I said, is one of nine types of system that you can use in the 1041. And the way we build our trusts, it's a three tier system. And there's a reason for that in terms of you want to segregate out business expenses with family expenses and then charitable foundations as well. So it's a three-tier system that allows you to fully optimize your taxes.
1: Okay. And how does it do that?
0: Well, the proof is in the pudding, as we say in England. I don't know if you use that phrase over here, but generally speaking, it's down to the laws that apply in that system and the verbiage and the way that the trusts are written. So there's certain wording and phrasing in the trusts that we write in with our legal teams that allow us to use the law in the way to optimize the
1: taxes. What's an example?
0: An example would be, let me just run through the way we kind of set someone up, and maybe this will answer that for you. Let's just say a regular person comes into the system, they're paying 200000 plus in taxes using the 1040 system. Generally speaking, the first thing we do is we do a side-by-side analysis saying, "Hey." Regularly, you pay 200k in taxes. This is how you do it. These are the general write-offs that you have or the loopholes that are current at that given time, and that's your end taxable liability. We do the same thing through our system. We go through, hey, this is how we would run it through our system of trusts and foundations, and this would then be your taxable liability. And generally speaking, we don't guarantee anything, but generally speaking, we can save people a considerable amount of money 60 plus percent.
1: Okay. So noted on the generalization for what you could save potentially, but would love to get into more of the nuances of it, either how that's possible or just some details that you can provide. Well, the details are in the tax code itself. Okay. So
0: if anyone wanted to comb through that information, it's all public knowledge. You could go to the IRS website and see that. And it's all really spelt out there. If you type in 1041 complex trust and you can see the way that the laws are written and there's not just one law, there's multiple laws here that allow you to allocate funds differently in the 1041 complex trust system than you would in any other system that I know of. Mm -hmm. So through that allocation and the way you can dictate how The revenue or the income is classified and what the governing body of the instruments actually says and the way it says it. And a lot of it is semantics and it's very much in the literature and Mm -hmm. the secret sauce of kind of what we do is it's the way that the trust documents are actually written. It's several different types of law. We've got taxation law, we've got business law and it's all based around common law. So our legal team has spent a lot of time tweaking, testing, perfecting the verbiage of the trust documents to get them to a point at which we can then lean on the law the same way Warren Buffett does, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, all these guys, the Rockefellers, all these elite people and their teams and do exactly the same thing so that you get to a point where you can openly say on national television that you pay 17% tax. And that's perfectly fine.
1: When you're speaking with a new potential client, what are some common questions that he or she has?
0: How is this possible? Because a lot of people just don't know. And it boils down to this is not really information that's supposed to be out there. This is written by the powerful and for the elite for themselves. They haven't written this for everyone to use this because then taxation would take a big hit. So the whole reason why it's hidden in the tax code is just for them to use it for themselves and not have to play by anyone else's rules. So a lot of the time is people don't believe that it's true, which is why we have legal counsel, opinion letters and external firms that consult with our clients to ensure that, hey, this is exactly what we say it is, just because it's such a new idea And not many people know about this. And that's by design. And then also from a professional standpoint, when you speak with lawyers and accountants, they don't know about this either because they're all trained at a state level. So they all do the state bar or a state CPA. And they're very good at knowing what's going on in their own state. But this structure is at a federal level. And even within that federal level, it's a subset of nine different types of federal law. So to find experts that know this system inside out is very difficult.
1: What's the average investment or cost to implement this system?
0: It depends who you do it with. So you could go to BNY Mellon Bank in New York, for example. You'd have to have liquid assets. I think they're asking for at least ten million in liquid investable assets before they would even have a conversation with you. Their set of fees 700,000 plus last time I checked on top of their annual fees. So that's quite expensive. Or you could find more boutique firm like ourselves that we do it for a lot less than that.
1: Approximately how much on average?
0: Around 150,000 in setup fees. And then we have a yearly percentage of what we save. So the way we price is on value Uh, and the value is a percentage of whatever we would save you compared to the way you were previously doing it.
1: And to do that analysis, to determine if it makes sense or not, how does that process work? Is there a cost to it? Do you reach out on your website or what's that?
0: No, there's no cost to it. We do that completely up front. We want to build long-term relationships and we do that for free, eat all of that cost in time. Normally it takes around a week for us to run those numbers and get it back to people. But that's the way we let people look inside our house and see, hey, this is what we do, and this is how we do it, and this is how it would work for you before you even make any decision. So we want people to be fully informed before they make a decision to move forward with us, and that's why we do that side-by-side up front for free.
1: And what information do you need from that perspective new client in order to run your analysis?
0: Just their personal and their business tax returns.
1: That's it. That's it. For last year, last two years or...
0: Last year, yeah. As long as we've got at least one year, the last filed year is probably the best. And then we can literally go down that and say, hey, you paid X amount doing this. If we ran it through our system, this is how much you would pay.
1: And so our audience, real estate professionals and investors, what if the real estate investor is already getting significant depreciation losses passed through and is paying basically nothing let's say they're paying a little bit in taxes is your system still able to help that individual since they're already paying a low or no amount in taxes to begin with
0: yes yeah, specifically for kind of your audience in the real estate world the advantages of our system is paying no capital gains tax so when you come to sell a property or if you're looking to do a 1031 exchange and upgrade If you did it through our system, there'd be no capital gains involved at all. Another thing is inheritance, probate, all of passing on wealth to future generations. None of that is taxed either because it's all the way we write it in the body of the trusts. So there's no taxation there. And then more importantly, the real estate professionals are the ones that we work with a lot here in LA. A lot of them are buying properties because they do need to get that tax write-off. And do need to depreciate down or they're doing conservation appeasement. So, you know, there's a lot of different things that people do to write down the taxes. You wouldn't have to do any of that anymore. So you wouldn't feel the rush of, oh, I have to close on this property by the end of the year or a property by the end of the year so I can depreciate it, get my tax write-off. You're not forced into being in that game unless you really want to close on a deal because the way we write our trust system allows you to optimize the taxes without having to use depreciation as a vehicle.
1: And since it is called a complex trust system, my assumption is that you would be creating a trust for them to run things through. First off, is that an accurate assumption?
0: Yeah, it's two trusts and one foundation is the way our structure works.
1: Okay, which aligns with the business expenses, family expenses, and charitable donations. Yeah,
0: that's right, yeah. So there's three new entities created.
1: Okay, now one perceived disadvantage of a trust, or in this case, two trusts, would be your loss of control over the assets if they're put in a trust. So what's your thoughts on that?
0: It depends on the way you write the trust. So there's over 85 different types of trust, and yet a lot of them, you have that disadvantage, but not in the way that we write ours. So ownership stays with the trust, but you have complete control at all times. So that's not an issue for the way we do it.
1: How can the best ever listeners learn more about what you're doing?
0: They can reach out to me at com, or they can email me directly at KC, just the two letters, KC, at togethercfo.com.
1: KC, thanks for being on the show talking about this system in the 1041 taxation code for complex trust systems and talking to us about some details around it why you champion it and some potential advantages for doing so so thanks for being on the show hope you have the best ever weekend talk to you again soon great thank you so much here's the problem with virtual events you don't get to connect with others in the way that you would for in-person events So with this year's Best Ever Conference, it is virtual and we're fixing that problem. We are introducing many masterminds where you're going to get to know six to eight real estate investors who are accomplished and who will help you and you will help them grow each other's business. Go to BEC2021.com, sign up for the Best Ever Conference. And enter the code MYBEC10 and you'll get a 10% off on top of the lowest price, which is today because the prices go up each week. BEC2021.com Are you looking to get started in multifamily investing or looking to grow your portfolio? Nathan Tabor has created an online course that is slammed with incredibly useful and practical information. Check it out at apartments.nathantabor.com